What up, guys, and welcome to episode two of He Said, She Said, where one girl from Canada and one guy from the United States give their opinions about hundreds of topics. Today's topic, we're going to talk about being successful in the entertainment industry. Ooh. First of all, Brian, I'm wearing an American sunglass shirt. On, I appreciate that. On his honor. I his appreciate behalf. that. Where's your Canadian shirt? Uh, that was in laundry. It was laundry. Laundry day. laundry day. Next time. <laughs> Next time. Sure, sure. Next time. So let's get into our topic of the day okay. is how to be successful in the entertainment industry. The reason oh. I wanted to talk about this is because I recently watched a documentary on Netflix. It was called The American Meme. Oh, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. I haven't watched that yet, but I heard it's good. Yeah, it kind of touches on... Um, what it takes to be in the entertainment industry via social media. And it brings about Paris Hilton, the fat Jewish, people that are very um, out there on social media, or someone like Paris Hilton Mm -hmm. came through, you know, being the heiress to the famous Paris. Sure. I I haven't seen the documentary yet, but I'm assuming that they're saying Paris Hilton is like the original the sort original. of like reality star, <laughs> social media star, right? Yeah. So basically, made, she made the blueprint of what mm. it takes to be famous. Um, without having without done having something done to be, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know how to say that lightly. No, sure. She didn't look. She. We all know why she got famous, right? Like yeah. besides having you know a billion dollar family that she was attached to. Yeah. She had a sex tape come out and. You know, she was savvy enough to look at that and say, everyone's paying attention to me. How do I parlay this into something? And the next thing you know, she had that, like, first reality show with Nicole Richie. And then, you know, I don't, you know, as far as, like, I don't know when she got on Facebook, but but she was the one that set the blueprint. Like, hey, I did something that was scandalous or or being talked about a lot in culture and society Mm -hmm. and she recognized that you could harness that and turn it into money and so you know for her like i mean you can't hate on her it's america it's capitalism if 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 you can find a way to make your money make your money exactly (laughs) don't make sex tape though don't do that (laughs) don't make sex tape. she really turned it around and made it into something bigger than it was and i think some people forget that kim kardashian was paris's Intern. Oh, good point. So that's a good point. Everything Kim did was based off is of actually what is oh. what Paris did. So she she was um, very good point, Amanda. Really. Her intern. She was watching everything she did um, when Paris got a Carl's Jr. commercial. Kim followed right next. So it was basically like Paris made this blueprint for everything that happened to introduce us to social media mm-hmm. or how to be hmm. successful in the industry and showing okay. showing us that. And that's how Kim got started. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> not to not to turn into a Paris Hilton commercial, but, like, I guess, you know, good, everyone, there has to be that first person, and she was. So mm-hmm. good on her because I think she has, outside of, like, her family's money, she's made her own, like, line of clothing. Oh, yeah. So, I mean... It, that's what it's all about nowadays. It's it's how do you have that viral video on YouTube that suddenly makes you a star and yeah. you get 100 million views and now you're making money off of YouTube and outside of YouTube, people now start recognizing you, right? I mean, that's kind of the the model now. Exactly. So that's that's something I've seen on social media. So it's how to be successful on social media and put yourself out there. You definitely have to be somebody that's different. 
You can't be coming mm-hmm. in here and you Correct. see this time and time again is that every person is trying to be a cookie cutter image of the last person. Oh, yeah. And everybody has the same hair, the same lips, the same face, the same butt. And it's almost... Have you scrolled through Instagram? I yeah. Mean, it's it, like a clone. It's, it's like such a, clone a clone of... of same person after same person, same person. So it's almost like the people that are becoming famous are doing something different. Mm. And you notice there are a a group of people that are trying to do comedy. And when they're, when they're installing these rather skits, it's funny and people are paying attention or maybe you're like a big, strong athlete. Mm-hmm. People are paying attention to that. So every time you come into the industry as somebody that's different and that can offer like some knowledge that can help people or, or is funny or that invokes an emotion, mm-hmm. these are the people that are going to be successful just based on social media. And now that's coming from me that kind of built myself on social media. I didn't have a lot of experience in the industry like you did, Mm -hmm. but we'll talk about that because every time I auditioned for a lot of things, people would say I was too muscular. Yeah. Especially when I, when I moved to Los Angeles, people said you're too muscular. You don't have big boobs. You're, you're not bleach blonde hair. You're not going to be the cookie cutter girl that we want for Hollywood. But as soon as I stepped up to the plates, Mm -hmm. And I started making myself known on social media as a badass, you know, athlete. I was doing football at the time. People started paying attention. Yeah. And that's where I started gaining momentum. Now, I know you're somebody that's more in the industry. Can you tell us a little bit more of how you're involved in that so they can get a background of it? Uh, sure. I, uh, the industry, meaning uh, TV and film, <laughs> entertainment industry, uh, for uh, got out of college and I actually ended up uh, going to Nashville, Tennessee, where uh, a guy and I, we starred. At the time, people were shooting stuff in HD and people were editing things in HD, but no one was doing H- all of country music videos. You're in Nashville, you do country music videos. Everybody does country music videos. But no one was doing it all under one roof. So this guy and I started a company, and we were doing everything under one roof. We started getting some success with that. Did that for about four years. Uh, one of our clients was, at the time... Um, a uh, company that had a show on Spike TV. Uh, it was the number one rated show at the time. Primetime television, two hours on Thursday nights, the whole thing. I transitioned into that role, being a producer on that show. I did that for seven years. Seven years. Great. They were great to me. Spike was great. I traveled the world. Got to meet a lot of cool people, do a lot of cool things. Uh, but about three, I guess, three and a half years ago, decided to uh, just take that big leap and come out to L.A. and, you know, just see what could happen you know dare to be great kind of moment so I have had the good fortune I got out here about three and a half years ago and got with a production company and have been working on a feature film franchise and we actually wrapped a little pat on the back we actually wrapped up this year and the first of the four movies will be coming out uh pretty in you know pretty soon in the next few months so be looking out for that total shameless plug Total shameless plug. Insert shameless plug. Insert shameless plug. (laughs) So anyway, having said that, I've been doing, I've been in the TV and film industry for the better part of 15 years now. Yeah. And uh, as far as, I guess, advice. uh, I think my first question would be for you, for somebody that's in the industry that would be casting people. mm. See, I'm on the other end, like I want to be casted, but you're over here actually casting people. What would be some things that you would look at for someone to get casted? Like, how, how would they present themselves? 
or come to you or submit maybe a, a resume mm -hmm. or an audition tape for you to get to, to say, like, I want to cast this person. Sure. Uh, a number one thing, the absolute above, and I think anyone will tell you this, uh, you have to understand that this industry is a business. Now, you know, most of us, myself included, love the storytelling aspect and the creative aspect of the entertainment industry. There is, that's what initially gets you into the entertainment world is you love creating stories, you love the characters, you love the, you know, the process of making TV and film. But you have to understand it is a business. It is time, logistics, deadlines. It's not glitz and glamour. Uh, so there is a creative aspect to it, but that's about 20%. 80% of the entertainment world is, is, like I said, time, budgets, deadlines. So be professional. You want to get cast? Be professional. If, you have, if there's an audition time, you're there 10 minutes. 10 minutes early is on time. Five minutes early is late. Like... Be on time. This is real money, real people's time. Be a professional. If you know, show up on time. Do what they tell you to do, and and honestly, stay in your lane. Uh, a big mistake I see uh, a lot of people do is that they will get on set, and you know the the lights and the cameras are on, and you're in a cool location. Everybody's in costume, and uh, they start trying to like wander around on set and like look at things and all the no like. Stand where they tell you to stand where I tell you to stand. Do what I tell you to do, and then when we cut, go back to where you're, you know, to your holding location. Yeah. Uh, again, going back to professionalism, uh, getting cast. Know know your strengths. You are an athlete. Yeah. I'm sure you got told many times you don't look like you said what Hollywood's looking for. Exactly. <laughs> but you knew what your strengths were. Is if you need, um, I think you were, didn't you do Baywatch or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. See, see, that's the thing is, like, I told you that I, I didn't get cast in a lot of things. But then I kept pushing. And that I didn't have an agent, and I still don't. I still don't, you guys. So I, that's the number one question I get asked is, do I have an agent? I don't. I'm putting myself out there. I'm actually going on websites, um, just checking if there's audition sheets or anywhere I could just submit my resume um, or my pictures to get cast. And that's all I do is I grind for myself. So I was actually put in Baywatch was such, such a cool movie. And I knew my strength because they were looking for, um, kind of fit athletic girls. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is my thing. I think I sent like 12 emails to them and they finally were like, okay, come on down. Like, let's, yeah, yeah. that's the thing is like, <laughs> be persistent. Don't be, um, let be, down. Be in front of, that's true. Be in front of me. I, yeah. Myself and everyone else that's in this industry, you, you're getting hammered with 50 headshots and resumes yeah. a day. Uh, you know, and, and you might be perfect for this role, but the problem is, you know, I, I just had, you know, an all night overnight shoot maybe the night before. I come, you know, stumbling into the office the next day, no sleep. There's 30 headshots on my thing. I, yeah. I may just not. I, I'm sorry, but this is the reality. It's like, we may just not get to them that day. We may not see... So if you only send me your headshot or your resume once, it's a good possibility I never got to see it. So you have to keep auditioning for things. Uh, you have to have a thick skin. You're going to hear no a lot in this industry. Yeah. Period, end of sentence. Um, you, you know, if you're an athletic, sporty girl, you're never going to get the blonde Barbie doll thing. That you're just not. So you need to know that you're going to hear no way more often than you hear yes. Uh, another piece of advice as far as getting casting is, like I said, come in, know your strengths, um, be off script, if at all possible. Be off book. It's okay. It's not... 
the end of the world if you're you know if you have notes in your hand but if at all possible be off book like if i send you the sides to a script know it learn it be off show me that you're a professional you took the time you took this serious enough to to learn your lines and come in one of the greatest pieces of advice i had when i was auditioning for one of the like a speaking part is i read for somebody exactly like how the script how i thought it was going to be but then he said hey do it again and how you would do it Mm-hmm. And I didn't think about like how I would personally make that um, part into myself. Mm-hmm. So honestly, bring who you are into that reading. Sure. Uh, Christopher Walken is a great example. Christopher Walken's cadence, the way he speaks, the way, is not what you would be told. Like no casting agent director would ever tell you to sort of approach it the way Christopher Walken does. But we all know who Christopher Walken is because he's a huge actor. Because he takes himself and puts it into that role. So, uh, yes, casting, be a professional, be on time, know your script, uh, know your strengths, know who you are, uh, and and definitely own the role. I mean, again, it may only be three lines, but think about what happened before your three lines and what's happening after your three lines and give a performance that would tie in to each of those scenes. I mean, mm-hmm. that's key, too. Uh, so as far as getting casting, I mean... it. There is no magic answer. I mean, it, it really is just persistence. You got to keep auditioning. Oh, yeah. You got to keep being out there. And what I would, my, where my, I guess, could be more advice was just be on set in any way, shape, or form. A, a big thing I see is that, uh, you know, people are like, oh, well, I'm, I'm an actor, an actress, and that's all I do. I'm telling you, as you're getting started, just be on set. If you take a job as a PA, if you can get a job as a PA on set, mm-hmm. take it. Take it. I don't care that you want to be like, you know, an actress or an actor. Carry, carry equipment. Just be on set. Like learn the process when you're first, uh, because you never know uh, by being on set who you're in front of. And maybe that, that second assistant director, that first, that first AD that was doing this film is going to another project where they're directing and they saw you and they saw you have a good attitude. They saw you have, you know, to, to, no ego and so now maybe they take you to their set and then you do get a part uh, or a small part but just be on set if you're first trying to get in the entertainment industry just be on set in any way shape or form capacity you can again stand be a professional this where this will get you fired in hollywood if you're on your phone, if you're taking pictures, if you're texting in the middle, this will get you fired on set. Be a pro. Put your phone away. Do what they tell you to do. Stand where they tell you to stand. Go where they tell you to and, and And be be on time. Be early. And just keep doing that. And eventually, you will start getting in front of people and things will open up for you. I mean, there, there, you know, there are the occasional where somebody just showed up in Hollywood and two weeks later they were you know, a star in a film, that's not going to be you realistically. That's not going to be any, that's not how it works. Like it is overnight success is a decade of struggling in the trenches before you get that overnight success. Exactly. So it's just showing up. Um, if you do want to be in the industry, I just kept sending emails for background work, Mm -hmm. background work. And as soon as I got into Baywatch, I was just asking people, oh, is there any more projects that are coming up? 
Is there any more things like you'll be working on, like the cast and crew? Mm-hmm. I wasn't approaching the actors and actresses. Let, let that no, be known. Yeah, yeah, that's, just, yeah. just like the PAs, just getting to know them, asking what they're working on next. And from there, I was actually invited to be um, on another set and another set and another mm-hmm. set. And eventually, like I had a couple things that were like featured background. And then you get more and more stuff Correct. from there. And it was really funny is that I just sent a whole bunch of emails out over and over and over again. And if people didn't see me, I would just keep sending those emails out with my picture and my sizing and everything like that. I was actually on set, like in like in the room getting ready to go out on a Tyler Perry show. Mm -hmm. And behind me, there was a PA like looking through emails to get more people. And they said, look at this one girl. I think she plays in the Legends Football League. And they were like looking at my pictures. And I literally turned around and I said, oh, yeah, you guys, that's me. I'm, I'm already here. You already cast me. And they're like, whoa, what the heck? Nice. Yep. So be on set. Be on Just set. Be, Just be, be there. On, be on set. <laughs> like opportunities will present themselves. I know that you want to be a director or you yeah. want to be a lighting or you want to be like a, a producer, but just be on set. Don't have an ego when you're getting started. Yeah. So. And from there I actually got a PA role, um, which was pretty cool. And I, <laughs> I'm like, yes, I'm making my way up. And then just, just send in those tapes, send in audition tapes as much mm-hmm. as you can and you'll find your way and you'll find your purpose, especially through social media. Like if you do want to make this, your thing and you Mm -hmm. want to be out in the entertainment industry put out entertaining content if it's always just you in a selfie in the mirror Mm -hmm. i'm not entertained by that because that's every other person out there and i'm just i just just don't get any substance from that Mm -hmm. and if you really want to make it if you really want to be noticed you got to be different 100 percent. i was going to again with with all of just to sort of piggyback on what she said uh there is there is a new avenue that has opened up in the last call it five or six years that was not there pr- pr- previously uh, in casting, which was yeah. the social media. Now it is not unrealistic for you to blow up on social media, get a big following, and have uh, have somebody bring you on just simply because they know that let's say you have you know five hundred thousand followers on on Instagram. If we put you in my movie, a good percentage of your 500,000 followers are going to go see this movie just to see you in it. So to Amanda's point, you know, she's building, you know, she's pretty big on social media. Uh, That's that's a good way to go because it will help you kind of cut through the red tape and the and the, you know, you and 500 other people seeing headshots this week. It's, oh, hey, like this is this person on Instagram who knows what they're doing and they own this sort of either funny or like, you know, athletic or whatever it is. And if we bring them on our film, we're going to be taking their audience and their demographic and they're going to come check out our piece. So fame on social media can absolutely translate to, to being on set in the entertainment world. I get asked quite a bit how I got chosen for The Price is Right. Mm -hmm. And I think this is like a really good topic to bring up is how to basically get cast on a game show situation. Super jealous because, of that, by the way. Super, <laughs> super jealous of the being on the prizes. Right. Because people don't know, or sorry, rather, some people don't know how or why it happened. And you know what? I was just being myself. But it's also true to say is when you go out for these 
shows that you want to be a part of, you got to be larger than life. Oh, yeah. Is when I came up to the studio and they said, tell me about you. I exploded. I said, I'm Amanda. And da, da, da. And I believe that. 100%. They looked at me and they were like, wow, this girl needs to be on TV. Mm-hmm. And you got to you got to bring that energy. And I know that's. I'm saying that, but you will not believe the people that do not because they go to the next person behind me and they say, tell me about yourself, Susan. And they look down at their feet. Susan's the worst. (laughs) Susan's the worst. They go, oh, I'm just, I have a, Mm. um, and they don't know what to say. Very true. So this isn't an instant you should be shy. Really get out there. Be larger than life. It doesn't matter what you look like at all. It's about, can you invoke that emotion that the casting director is looking for. Agreed. And they're always looking for someone that's going to react. If they, if, oh my gosh, okay, this is bothering me too, because as someone that works in marketing, I'm constantly giving away prizes. Mm -hmm. And if I give away a prize to somebody that's not like grateful or it's going to react, this bothers me how they just sit there and they go, thanks, whatever. I I just gave you $5,000. Like, Give me, give me a little something. A little something. Give me a little something. Just react, <laughs> yeah. react. Reaction is huge. Huge, huge, huge. Especially when you are yeah. uh, technically auditioning. When you go up to that show True. and they say, give me something that we could use for True. this show. Be yourself, but be a little larger. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes I'm calm, but I'm larger than yeah. life, right? Yep. Well, when, it, when it's your turn. Like I said, again, <laughs> when it's your turn. stand where you're supposed to stand. Be quiet when you're supposed to be quiet. And then when it's your turn. You know, show me something special. I, I, I know this is going to tick people off, but I'll go ahead and take the hit. Um, I, can, I, I can call up any, any agency right now in, in Los Angeles and say, uh, send me 10 good-looking guys, 10 good-looking girls. I need them to be t- between 5'9 and 6 foot. They need to be blonde. They need to, and th- they will come and they send you. And it's almost like ordering off a menu. Mm-hmm. So just being attractive doesn't it's not going to do it like you really do have to have something unique a spark something because be memorable look, look at Just instagram how many how many kim kardashian lookalikes are on instagram right now i mean just scrolling through uh you can't just uh, you can't just show up and be a pretty face a uh, guy or a girl you, you really really have to uh have a thing uh be be willing to get rejected over and over and over again Understand that it's a business. It's a creative industry, but it is a business first. And yeah, um, you know, just just when it's your chance, grab it and have that spark. Have something unique. Be unique. Just be different, guys. Make sure you get out there. Be you, and just bring the energy all day long. And make friends with the first AD. That's a, <laughs> make friends with the first AD. Make friends with the first AD. Well, thanks guys for tuning in. We just wanted to like come on here and give you guys some of mm-hmm. our tricks and tips because he's someone that's casting in the industry and I'm someone that's always looking to be cast. So we wanted to share with you guys some of our experiences getting ourselves out there, putting ourselves mm-hmm. out on the line and just, you know, going through the motions. And I think like a really cool thing that I said is you don't always need an agent. No, no, absolutely. You don't. Especially when you're starting out, you're not going to have one. Another yeah. reality is that agents make money off of you. And if if you're not famous, if you're not big, 
they're not making money off you because you're not getting cast. So it's very, very difficult to get an agent out here. So you've got to be able to, again, <laughs> yeah. to have to either be big on social media or have some kind of other thing that's going to se- separate you so that I will cast you because realistically, until you have that leading role, you're not going to get an agent. You're just not, you aren't. You should never be paying a dime for someone to sign you or to mm-hmm. someone get you headshots. That is not true. Scam. It is scam. a scam, scam, scam. Um, one time um, an agent wanted to sign me, but she said I need $1,800 of headshots to go ahead with this. And I had a professional take some headshots for me. Um, he was one of my good friends, so they were for free. They looked really good yet that agent said they were not good enough and i had to go through their person for eighteen hundred dollars there is no way you should be putting a dime down to get cast for anything Mm -hmm. never especially if you're auditioning for something that they should be paying like if you need to go fly somewhere or get some headshots done they should be shelling out the money so that's another good tip for you guys but thank you guys for tuning in i think these are some really good tips and this has been episode number deuces two oh we did that's like four (laughs) four hashtag hashtag two math um episode number two of he said she said Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Make sure you guys listen to our episode number one Mm -hmm. where we talked about flirting via text. We're going to get another one coming soon. Make sure you guys stay tuned. Subscribe button, wherever that is. Hit that. Bye for now.